You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 70, Fall Equinox Transitions in Feng Shui with Amy Shellhorn. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So on today's episode, we have Amy Shellhorn coming back to talk about fall equinox and the transitions and how that relates to feng shui. And Amy's just like just such an amazing person and I love her approach to feng shui and I'm so proud to have her be a mindful design feng shui consultant and so enjoy the fall and enjoy this episode. Hi Amy, thanks so much for joining us again. Hi Angie, it's great to be here, good to see you. Good to see you and I'm really excited to move into your third time on the podcast to talk about the fall. Yes, this is one of my favorite times of year. So, so you're going to tell us about fall and the fall equinox and what is that? Mm -hmm. What is the fall equinox? Can you tell us? Yes. Well, after our, our long summer where we've, we have left the, the summer solstice where we had our longest day every day since then, even though it's kind of hard to believe it's been so warm and beautiful, we have slowly lost minute by minute, a little bit of our, of our daylight. And as we approach the fall equinox, we get to the point where day and night are going to be equal. And after this, we move to more darkness, which signals the switch from the yang part of the year to the more yin part of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so fall equinox is, is a really important time for all of nature, including us. And how does the fall relate to feng shui? Well, in Chinese medicine, and as well as in feng shui, the weeks that are associated with this time right before the equinox are associated with the earth element. And that is a real time of grounding. It's a time where we're moving to a transition. We're moving out of this fire and we have the metal season of contraction ahead. And so we've just, we're really actually stopping and kind of pausing in this, in this time. And so we also return to the earth element before all the equinoxes and all of the solstices. Mm -hmm. But this one is really unique because this is truly that time of year. It's the real, the culmination of everything that we planted in spring. So there's a real energetic change and it's a, a opportunity to really take stock of where you are and so it's something we should all try to tap into yeah like in the bagua fall and autumn is related to the completion area and it's the harvest and mm -hmm. and all of us like i think um we all get so sad when it becomes fall because it's such a poignant transition right you everyone mm -hmm. kind of starts to feel this sadness when the fall comes around Right. And I'm, I'm a fire person and I always have felt like real, um, 
yeah, just like deflated almost. In fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, and, and actually I think the emotion that is associated with autumn is sorrow and grief. Yeah. So, it's not a element. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. I think for a lot of people is to kind of feel, especially after just being also, when you look at the yin and the yang, when you have outwardness and energy, and then suddenly you have this change feelings of all sorts of big feelings could come mm. up and that might be one of them. So, yeah. Yeah, you know what else is interesting is when I was in feng shui school, the teachers would say, because I have a lot of medals in my, my nine stars, six medal, and uh, Amy knows this, there's a BTB, a secret BTB cure for metal imbalances. Yes. Yeah. And he said, actually, people who have metal imbalances, like metal imbalances usually mean like you either talk too much or you don't talk enough. Mm-hmm. That's often how it manifests, like, or you don't speak up for yourself enough or you speak too much and that even gets exacerbated in the fall. So he's like, make sure you, you have, make sure you do your metal adjustment in the fall because mm-hmm. if you have that tendency to have too much metal or metal in the Oh, interesting. Well, I wonder too, if focusing on the earth element first could help that transition you know, because then you're suddenly like the earth element is about self-care, grounding yourself. And so we're going to talk about some of those things in a minute, but maybe some of those practices then can help that transition, knowing that it's such a stark change emotionally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about that. What are some- Any help we can get. (laughs) Yeah. What's some help that you can, some feng shui help you can give us with this transition? Sure. Well, I- I'm really finding too that right before each season, I do feel the need to, um, I'm very excited about the season. I'm ready for it to start and I get, I do get excited, but there's that kind of, you know, calm before the storm, before the excitement. And so I've looked at that time and I've really tried to bring some practices and rituals that would help me kind of ground during that time. So maybe returning to, if I've fallen off my meditation practice, because that can happen to bring that back during those, that period before mm-hmm. some of the crystals that are associated with this time of year might be like a Jasper tiger's eye carnelian. So maybe even just taking out that special jewelry just wearing it during that time as a, you know, something to, to look at and remind you of your intention. I think that mm-hmm. could also be important. Essential oils are another area that you could bring in some, some oils. Some of the oils that work well with our earth element are cedarwood, sweet orange, patchouli, frankincense. So maybe you add that to even to your, um, your regular meditation practice. So maybe coming up with a way to kind of ground yourself personally during that time, I think could be helpful in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. Those are some great tips. Yeah. And in your home, Mm -hmm. this is the the center of your home. It's the Tai Chi area. And so you could bring in some of the colors. So you could bring in yellow, orange, browns, earthy colors into that area. Maybe like a heavy earthy object as well, or a flat or a square shaped item into that space. So, So maybe adding something to that space and adding it with intention and letting that be kind of this sign of the season for you that we're about to make a big change. Yeah. And to really work with that trend, using earth element to work with that transition between mm-hmm. fire and metal. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a, that's also kind of tough transition also in the five element sense. Cause, cause fire melts metal, but refines it. Right. But it's not a, it's probably a difficult process to melt metal and refine it and take out the impurities. Right. But, but right. having that groundedness of earth in between can really support us. Yes, yes. Another thing you can do is actually 
focus on some of the celebrations of this time. There's certainly the fall equinox, which is a great time to just to celebrate the harvest. There's also the harvest moon, which is always the closest moon fullest to the equinox. And I think it's on the 14th this year of September. But traditionally, that would be the night where, you know, it would be like the last bit of light that the farmers would achieve, they, that, they would, that they would have so that they could gather in their harvest. And so mm-hmm. what, one thing we do in our family is we always like take the last of our garden, kind of pretend that we have, we're in that moment where we're gathering for the farmers. We take the last of it and then we create a meal um, from that. Oh, wow. That's so nice for you and your family. So, well, thank you so much, Amy, for sharing, like, well, not only about the fall, but about the equinox and the transition and really taking the time to nurture yourself and and ground and stabilize in that transition period. Because I think that most people just think, oh, like, it's a spring. What do I do? It's a fall. What do I do? But what about the transition periods that are related to earth? And that's something that we often forget. And I think that's kind of a lot of what we see in this culture is that, or in our modern culture is that we forget to take care of ourselves. Yes, no, we definitely do. And, and especially this time of year when everyone's starting, um, it's kind of counterintuitive, but we're all starting these new activities back to school, back, back to, to work. School, yeah. We're all starting these new things, but we're actually in this time where we're about to go toward completion. So it is counterintuitive. And if we tap into it, I think we can really live our fullest life in the fall and be more prepared for the the activities of fall and winter, which are coming. You know, do you know, I wonder why that is that back to school is around this time. You know, my understanding is that it's, it was, in fact, a lot of the kids didn't go back to school until after the harvest because that was when they They were were helping, they were needed on the farm. So I, now I think we start a lot earlier because of other things like testing and, um, you know, finishing earlier so kids can apply to college and things. So there's other kind of our modern world that's, we have pushed to everything up, pushes everything. Whereas really it would be wonderful to really enjoy life kind of through the harvest and then do some research and start at the end of September or beginning, uh, of, um, which actually some of the colleges, if they're on a semester system, interestingly enough, they actually are still on that old, the quarter system actually ends at the end of September. Oh. Or starts it starts at the end of September, so it's kind of interesting. That must be a holdover. Yeah, that. yeah. I never even thought about that, but like, yeah. Why is back to school always at this time? And it makes sense that it maybe it was later, and then we like just we just start to get we try to right. push everything up further and further as we get speedier and speedier. Right. One day we'll have back to school, and well, I don't know. I don't think we'll ever have back to school that early. Right. Right. I don't know that we will, but I think that's going to be the challenge. And, and that's where feng shui can really support us, which is that if we can tune into what these cycles are, no matter what's going on in our modern world and all these pressures of work and school, mm-hmm. it can still provide these rhythms of the seasons. And we can try to make them more our own and, and have Yeah, and we can rely them. on them and look to them for guidance when we're not sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Well, well, thank you so much. And, um, and we're going to have to be back at least one more time for winter. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, 
Please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.